morning on this Wednesday, July 29, 2020. Really hate it when I become so busy doing out in the world making money that I forget to uh, listen to the Lord and then speak what I see here and uh, to study to find out exactly what how he wants me to apply it back in April well when uh, most of the uh, world was shut down uh, me being an essential worker sometimes it pays to clean toilets <laughs> and disinfect <laughs> I hate that stuff now <laughs> not really <laughs> was over in John chapter 10 verse 9 the, the context itself is talking about the parable of the good shepherd there's only one shepherd Baba. There may be under-shepherds called pastors and elders. Uh, but if they're obeying God, they're taking the orders from uh, the shepherd. Unfortunately, we have too many uh, so-called shepherds are leading people astray instead of leading people according to the shepherd. But that's uh, a warning, another lesson for another time. That is a warning, by the way, that if they don't repent quickly, they'll perish. Just like Jesus warned and told the uh, Pharisees that uh, call them they were as blind guides and they all who follow them will go into a pit of destruction with them. Okay, that probably wasn't the original intended message of ten nine. Somebody apparently is gonna God's gonna lead this and make them hear it. Lord, give me ears and forgive them, Father God. Father God, I lift up to you, Lord. What? Don't let me add to or take from what you have shown me. Then give me your understanding and your wisdom according to your word. Help me both apply this to my life uh, according to your will, Father God. Uh, but don't let me uh, cause anyone to stumble. But instead, let me cause people to direct people towards you and point people towards you as the chief shepherd. In Jesus' name, amen. 10-9. So again, we're just going to camp out here a little bit with a couple other verses. Um, I am the door. That I am is Jesus. He's talking to his disciples at this point. Um, if anyone enters through me, he will be saved and will go in and out and find pasture. Now, the pasture is, in this context, basically, is like the world. Let me give you a little context with sheep. Uh, I'm a little bit of an expert out there, not being a farm boy. I did grow up in a small town, but not, we're not on farms. Uh, just before, the Lord maybe starting to get my attention before that. I don't, that one's kind of hazy, but I was still lost in uh, living in the world. Uh, I built. I was part of an organization, non-profit for people with disabilities, mainly children. It was a fireman. It was actually, believe it or not, in the center of Charlotte. Uh, that was actually kind of a refuge for me uh, for a while. I mean, I grew to love it. and 
even in the background before I even knew it got granted to be favored with the executive director to help operate it and perform it uh, I wasn't crazy about the turkey I wanted to have a turkey dinner one night when he became vicious but uh, I didn't I couldn't kill it uh, with the different animals we had there and we actually had two sheep uh, little fat boys too two little male sheep Rudy and Odie Remember that one like it's clear. When it always says uh, the sheep know their voice and they will only follow those that uh go back to uh verse three verse two a little bit let me read the context a little bit. Um truly truly I say to you, this is back in verse one. He who does not enter by the door. Uh, Jesus is the door, folks. If you're trying to enter through religion or through good works, you're, you're not even close. And you're still on the path going towards destruction, which is hell. Uh, but climbs up another way, he is a thief and a robber. Now, that's the way you think mo most robbers don't walk in the front door of a house. They usually break a window or come through a back door or whatever. Uh, and it's pretty much, well, I don't want to say it's on a dock because I witnessed the robbery during broad daylight, jackasses. Uh, I just made the mistake. I forgot to use the camera on my phone or write down a license plate. But that's a lesson learned that I remember if I ever give the opportunity again. But he who enters by the door is a shepherd of the sheep. This is talking about leaders here. This is talking about what we may call pastors or Bible teachers or whatever. You can't go in and teach in the back door. You got to go in through the front door, which is both both locations that um, um, God brought me in to speak to me and teach me, uh, first saving me, and then expounded the word through me. I didn't come in no back door. I came in as what the world calls, foolishly calls volunteers, uh, and I didn't come in asking to be a teacher right away. I just seen it. I prayed at it. God opened the door and confirmed it with the leaders out there. Uh, the only thing that I learned what we should don't add curriculum. That's like stupid. You're doing what God gave somebody else so they can make money and become rich on that one. Just get along with the word of God. Um, and know the word of God. The word of God is Jesus Christ, as John 1 says. To him the doorkeeper opens, and the sheep hear his voice, and he calls his own sheep by name and leads them out. When he puts forth all his own sheep, he goes ahead of them, and the sheep follow him because they know his voice. A stranger they simply will not follow, but will flee from him because they do not know the voice of the stranger. We are to know the voice of the Lord. We learn it through prayer and Bible study and uh First, you gotta be born again of the Spirit. You gotta know. Jesus Christ has to be Lord and Savior. Uh, <clears throat> when I recall briefly, uh, Rooney and Odie and the other animals, cause we had goats and all that there, and a couple of chickens who dwindled fast, uh, majority of our animals were horses. And they do recognize, they recognize a sound that's not like you hear my voice or I hear your voice and I know the affliction that's similar to that. Like we always know our voice. It's just like, okay, whoever our, our main pastor is, you obviously, have, because I've been in a couple locations, uh, I didn't jump around church to church, uh, which is what we're not supposed to do. We're supposed to listen to the voice of 
God through Jesus Christ. And he tells us where to go. He tells us where he wants to plan us during that season of life. But he does want us fellowshipping with one another. Um, and you're going to find perfect? Nope, because we ain't perfect either. There's only been one perfect human being ever to walk the face of this earth. His name is Jesus Christ. There has been no other and there will be no other. Uh, period. If you're a pastor or Bible teacher... You think you've been walking with the Lord for 40, 50 years or 30, 40, 50 years and that uh, you become perfect. I suggest you take a little sabbatical, get alone with God and let him get rid of that pride that's in your life because you ain't perfect, bro. Uh, and none of us are perfect. Uh, if you say, well, we, we're mature enough, we don't make the mistakes no more. That's the same exact same thing as saying, uh, I don't sin no more. Lie. <sighs> Let's read First John for that one, because uh, you just called God a liar, and I don't want to do that. So, and I remember Rudy and Odie, when volunteers came to help us do a certain aspect of the farm, uh, dang, rabbit trails, I hate them. Uh, they wouldn't pay attention to them. One night, we had a uh, pack of dogs that got in and decided to have, you know, have a smorgasbord dinner. Uh, they only got two of them, but still. Um, the other animals were all freaking out because they know, wait a minute, they didn't belong there. They're not of the team here. Uh, but when I got there first and I called some of the other board members down there so we could investigate it, and we had to end up calling animal control and us and that to cart away the two carcasses of the two that were gone. Because uh, they wouldn't let us buried in city limits. Uh, we should have done it anyways. But that's beside the point. Uh, we did it the right way. Uh, the legal way. But uh, <clears throat> they wouldn't, They were freaking out. But they, they had learned the infliction in my voice. We all have a sound. I would say they don't hear human verbatims like we do. But there's an infliction that each of us have. A dialect, so to speak, and they knew that I was one of the uh, one of the, one of those that they could trust, and they were there to cover. They didn't run and look, believing that we were able to go up and uh, kind of pat them, pat them down, calm them down the best we could. Uh, they were able to come up, uh, and then of course for the next week or so until those dogs were eventually caught and killed. Actually, they end up being killed because they were trying to come back in and get the rest. Um, it's the same thing when you have a certain... If the pastor's actually called by God and not called by man, uh, none of us humans can call a leader over you. It's got to all be God. And it's got to be... If you just got a whole group of people that are you know, looking at resumes and looking at uh, backgrounds, then... There is a lot of churches out there. I'm always trying to be careful to make sure I say churches versus the church because there is a difference. Uh, <clears throat> that uh, there are a lot of pastors out there that are there, but they're not really called uh, by God. They're just called by you know what? They're young enough. I think they can do it, or they got the right degrees. That is not the way God looks. 
God sees the heart. We look at the external. But um, I'll kind of give a little background to that one out there. So we'll go back to nine. But what caught me this particular time here. There's a lot of ways we could go on that one. Uh, I think I just went every way and I apologize for that. We'll go in and out. So Okay, you're coming in, you're saved. The ark originally, which by the way, there is nothing else in scripture saying God is telling anybody to build an ark. I said, that's done. That old ark is buried on mounds of dirt and rock and stone over in Mount Air, Air Fat area in Turkey or southern Turkey where it was landed. That's it. He didn't say dig it up and build it again or he didn't say go get some gold for whatever. There's nothing scripture. There are some that possibly may be deceived to say, okay, God wants us to stay in an ark. God doesn't want us to stay in a building. God says over in Acts chapter 17 that um, he doesn't dwell in any human made mankind made building it's just that's putting god in the box we're to go in and out which means when we go into church we better be hearing the word of god and then so we can do the work of the ministry as it says over in uh believe yeah ephesians chapter four you know when we're going in and out let's see my notes uh greek words Going out, of course, is uh, in the Greek 1831 word, it says proceed or depart or issue. We're going out of the church is when we're going out into the mission field. We all have a mission. Every single believer has a ministry from God that needs to be fulfilled. Uh, several times in Acts and uh, Second Timothy, I believe. Um, we all have to. We're all going to stand before Jesus Christ, whether we fulfilled the ministry God gave us. If you're married, that's one ministry uh, both husbands and wife have is the ministry of marriage out there. But there's also another specific ministry that comes individually. The spouse is supposed to help each other fulfill that ministry. It's not going to be say, well, okay, my ministry is world mission way over here and my ministry is local. No, God is not the author of confusion. That You won't find that nowhere in scripture. But the ministry all starts with a personal relationship with God through Jesus Christ by the Holy Spirit. Individually. If for a married couple, if, a, if either spouse comes in and says, Well, you got to take care of me first before getting alone with God. Ah, uh, guess what? Satan just spoke through that spouse. Period. Everything starts with our personal relationship with God through Jesus Christ. And it's there that he sends us out. And then at the end of the day, we come back in. We got to go in for refilling. It's like we go into a gas station to fill our car weekly or bi-weekly, depending upon, you know, the gas mileage, the size of the uh, engine, the gas tank, whether it's a four-cylinder, six-cylinder, eight-cylinder, eight it's going to have to get gas eventually. Some people can go a month. Yeah, if you don't have a life. Because I don't have a life. But I've got to work go back and forth. Um, and then when you look at the word pasture. Sheep in the Old Testament. Because that's what most individuals back then were shepherds. That was the primary job. Uh, priests and then shepherds. And actually priests are like shepherds to a point. The pastures don't stay the same. They may change. And, and 
an awesome quote that I found written by uh, A.W. Tozier. Uh, awesome man of God. Some people have tried to refute him. It says, why? Well, it's just like, why isn't he around that? He died. His ministry was fulfilled. He was born from, I think it was 1880 something or 1897 to 1963. Amazingly, it was a year after I was born. Uh, I, I probably don't have no significance. I just brought it. That's just when he died. Um, God did more through him than more preachers today. Period. When I study, it's just one of those that I've studied. Was he perfect? Nope. I'm sure. Was he saved all his life? Nope. That's a foolish line. Nobody saved their entire life. Period. You can say, well, yeah, I knew God. I might know you didn't. You may know about him. That don't mean you knew him. That don't mean you still know him. Do you know him? And are you known by him? It's where it's going to come out. Because Matthew chapter 25 clearly warns us, reminds us. Out of those ten virgins, five of them knew him, five of them did not. And when they came knocking at the door with his clothes, they said, let us in, let us in, we're here. What did he say? Did he open it up? Nope. He called out and says, who are you? I never knew you. Depart from me. That's a scary thing to be inside, to think you're walking with God in salvation when you're not. That kind of freaks me out sometimes. But here's a quote for him about it. For shepherds, I don't remember the rest of the quote. I don't remember when I got it. Often moved their flocks as the seasons changed and grazing conditions varied. Acts chapter um, 8, I believe, right after (coughs) um, Stephen was pretty much the second martyr, the second one to die um, for the name of Jesus. Uh, he was beaten by stones. But why? Because he preached the whole absolute truth of Jesus Christ. Preached, basically, he preached the gospel uh, to most of them were religious leaders. Some of them believed too. Uh, I don't. But after that, a persecution rose up because of the name of Jesus Christ. So, causing the believers to be scattered. That's one way, and the main way God will change our seasons. But a lot of times, they may change. He may say, "Okay." I only wanted you to stay here for, say, five years. But if we don't move, if we say, well, I got a nice job now. I'm making money. We got kids growing. The guy says, I don't care. I didn't tell you to stay there for the rest of your life. I told you to stay there for a reason, fulfill the ministry. We even, you may have some foolish who say, yeah, I got an awesome ministry here. God's moving. God's moving. Uh, I highly suggest when God says it's time to go, you go. He'll remove that. He'll remove the ministry. He'll start removing your assets. I heard a testimony once from a uh, and from a prayer group one time beforehand that a um, brother was was down. I think it was Ecuador, South America, I believe, or Central America, and he was got to give him the gift of uh, being a dentist. Dento, I think it was. Uh, Send him back here only to get educated and trained up. Him and his wife, his kids. It was lucrative. Financially lucrative. Money was coming in. They were going to church. They were doing Bible teaching, everything. But that wasn't their ministry. Their ministry was in South America. Money started growing up. God says, God spoke to them in prayer. It's time to go. Return back to your, the mission field that I attended. 
They said, but God, you're blessed with everything. Everything is happening. Look at the practice. They refused to go. They fought. They disobeyed the Lord. Guess what happened? And this is reality. I heard that testimony directly. He removed house. The practice, he started removing his clients. Moved friends. Pushed them aside. Took away their house. Their car. Finally, it says, Okay, God. They repented. They confessed. And they went. And at last I heard, it's been a few years now, you know, God's ministry through them in Ecuador is blossoming. Are they wealthy down there? No, it's not about wealth. We've made it about wealth. Interesting how the year 2020, 2020 is always perfect vision, whether you have corrected lenses or not. You know, it starts there. We start there. We don't stay there. <laughs> Somewhere we'll need glasses along the line. Eyes age. Uh, except for, because none of us are like Moses. Moses died with his faculties in place. 120 years old. I ain't met no man or woman of God like that again. Part of it may be a reason, but I'm not gonna, I don't like to speculate unless I study and I said before prayer. Uh, but, uh, a lot of it may be disobedience, but, we're not the judge. We do make judgment calls, and that is commandment to do that. It's the loss, the ones that follow Satan that will say judging. There's always a judgment call every day. What color clothes are you gonna put on? What do you have to wear today? What are you gonna eat for lunch or at work or something like that? That's those are all judgment calls. That's judging. Okay, enough of that one. Sheep never stay, when you learn, again, sheep never stay in a single pasture. Even on that farm, uh, now we didn't have a lot of pasture land, obviously. Uh, rarely will sheep eat in the same place. Sometimes they were up that top near the barn. Uh, sometimes they were down at the lower one. Uh, one, wherever they found grass. Uh, or the hay. Or whatever else they ate. I don't want to know what I think. <laughs> um, the pastor is like the parcel out. It's assigned. That which is assigned. You just lost. Which those are being perverted right now. So. A couple other scriptures were. It's Psalm 95.7. American made. Uh, American printed Bible. For he is our God, and we are the people of his pasture, and the sheep of his land. Today, if you will hear his voice. Verse number 8 actually says, Do not harden your hearts, as at Meribah, and in the day of Massa in the wilderness. Again, if you're a Christian, leader or otherwise, shepherd or otherwise, um, we are God's people. We are the Lord's. We are his pasture, and the sheep of his hand. If you will hear his voice to obey. Psalm 100, 4 and 5. Enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. Give thanks to him. Bless his name for the Lord. Wait a minute. I think I got the wrong verse. I was in the right psalm, but the wrong verse. Got to go to 3 and 4. Uh, know that the Lord is himself is God 
It is he who has made us and not ourselves. We are his people and the sheep of his pasture. Enter his gates with thanksgiving in his courts. Then go back for enough. Give thanks to his name. Bless his name. Um, there were other times when God will remove shepherds when they disobey. Uh, and he'll cause the, the sheep to scatter. Which means he's pulling them away. He's taking them away. But there are other times when we have to go. Paul, the longest he was in any position was, well, be, when he first got saved, he was like, he had he was sent for 14 15 years to a desert no people desert land it was just him and God you know he may have performed a little work as a tent maker out there for financial but God would have provided for him totally it doesn't describe that much about it in Galatians 1 and a little bit of two but he says that's where he went when it says an axe when he said immediately he was led over to Jesus after he was um chose to be baptized by John was led away um, into a desert place for 40 days and 40 nights. Jesus himself, almost every single believer was led away alone by God. So it's not all about, like I said, the body is important. We do have to forsake fellowship. We don't forsake fellowshipping, but I pray there is, if you just have a corporate relationship with God, but not a personal relationship with God, chances are you're not saved. You're not, because it's like the personal relationship with God through Jesus Christ takes precedent over corporate relationship. There are too many, uh, professing Christians that are all about just corporate, but then they do all kinds of work, making money, painting the house, doing all kinds of earthly stuff that's going to burn up. Eventually, uh, but they spend very little time with the Lord. They just read divorces or whatever. Bible is clear on that. They all had personal relationship time with the Lord. Abraham, everybody. Uh, well, Adam and Eve were alone. There was no other human being too corporate at the time. So I won't talk about them. Uh, so again, where is the pasture that the Lord has you at? And where is he getting ready to lead you next? If you will hear his voice, don't let your heart hang. Turn toward him and say, okay, Lord, you got my attention. You put me down for a reason. Am I just supposed to step out? Don't look at the... Uh, your pocketbook or your bank book and says, I don't have enough to go there. If God's calling you there and you're carrying it and God will send you godly counselors that will bring the word to you. If they're not coming, if they're just coming with human advice, uh, just play, say thank you. Don't punch them in the face. Uh, let God do that. Then or later. <coughs> Jesus will be later. Um, they're not, they're not godly. They're gonna come, a godly council will always come with God, you know, with the scriptures. He'll always come with somehow a verse that God may have shown you before or whatever. If he's not, I've had too many people that claim they're coming with godly councils, but they're giving advice. Oh, well, you gotta be making all about making money right now and do this. That ain't even nowhere in scripture. But those brothers that spoke to me like that, they have the judgment of God on their hand right now. Their ministry has pretty much been ceased uh, until they repent. Some of them repented. I mean, I've already forgiven them out there. You know, God got me back on straight. He sent me the right counselors. Uh, some of them haven't repented yet. So, first of all, is Jesus your shepherd? That's number one.
If you're a leader, are you leading people according to the chief shepherd? Are you leading them according to your flesh just to make money? Are you a hireling or otherwise? Would you truly lay your life down for those sheep? Are you trying to keep them there so you can keep your count high? So you can keep money coming in? Are you actually encouraging them to go in and come out? You come in, be fed. When you come in, you're coming in to be fed. You're coming in to graze out there. You're going back out. You're going out in the strength of that food, the strength of the food of the word, to going out to proclaim the gospel. The gospel is to be proclaimed outside of the buildings, not inside only. If at all, you would, as a matter of fact, the only ones that need to be inside the building are those that are truly born again. We don't bring people to the church to hear the gospel. We share the gospel with them and then we bring them either to that church unless God says, nope, I need them to go to that church. Because they have a place for it over there. But you at least start them with the church assembly where you're at. And then when you're together, are you, well, you just got somebody that likes to talk and just ramble off scriptures. Nowhere in scripture where you'll find memorized scripture. It's know the word. That means know Jesus Christ properly. There's so many people that are going and getting crap food, junk food, Christianity. But it's not biblical food, Christianity. So, where is Jesus sending you? What is your pastor that he has given you? Not pastor, pastor. Uh... Where is your grazing pastor? And are you only hearing his voice? Or are you hearing the voice of the hireling or the enemy? There's only one voice you need to be listening to. And that's for the Lord Jesus Christ. Love y'all. Be encouraged. Now go to work.